millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game. Season reviews, end of season time. We're working our way up the ladder as per usual. Today, it's all about the Newcastle Knights. Uh, guiding you through today's season review is myself, Lockie Pringle, and my co-host, Harvey Billingham. Hello, good to be here. Newcastle Knights. A Newcastle Knights. It's sort of been on rebuild in recent years. They've yeah. tried their hands at a few things, and again, uh, moving into the 2022 season, they, they shook themselves up a bit. Mitchell Pearce was out the door, some new halves came in, but they never really got going, and no. ultimately, it's been a bit disappointing. No, yeah, it's been a bit definitely disappointing year for the Knights. Um, I think feel like they're a club that of late have tried to, with each new season, make one change that's going to change everything. Yeah. I feel like Kalen Ponga was one of those many a few years ago. Adam O'Brien was meant to be that last year. This year, I mean, uh, Adam Clune, Jake Clifford, I guess. But uh, it's it's it hasn't... None of them have been the quick fix they'd like. No. And they find themselves in rebuild mode. Yeah, again, and, and look, they, they are struggling without a dominant half. It's it's really tricky to, to build a top eight side. Um, I think there were a lot of reasons that contributed to Pierce's exit, um, mm. but they still needed to replace him. Yeah. With somebody of a, doesn't have to be a similar caliber, but needs to be somebody who can come in with the sort of authority and the confidence to dominate the side. Yeah. We know that Ponga is the type of player that is best when he sort of, given the, ro- the room and the freedom to roam around. When someone else is taking care of business. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he's had a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Um, I think the club really suffered with Jaden Braley going down early in preseason, mm. uh, missing a large chunk of the season as uh, to, to begin with. And when you lose your dummy half, as well as your, your sort of half back to kickstart the year, that's just a recipe for disaster. Um, yeah. Their forward 100%. pack looks looks dominant, looks strong um, when they're all sort of on fit and firing, I think. Some yep. of those I forwards, think Tyson Frizzell had a pretty good year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Jacob Saifidi got his, got his Blues debut and uh, yeah, I mean, didn't I mean, disappoint. The, the, apart from the sort of Saifidi brothers there, the Clemmer, uh, Frizzell, uh, big guns, but they're on the back end of their careers. Yeah. And so it's, it's just... The chance that they're slightly, you know, paying overs for them, paying them on their sort of previous form, and they're not quite living up to it. But I don't think it, the fault lies in the forward pack. I think the effort's been there. Mitch Barnett's been really good. Um, yeah, and their tries, but it, it's even when they're getting quality field position, that they, they weren't able to score points. I think that was ultimately mm. what it came down to: is they really lacked point scorers. Um, Ponga can only do so much. And it's it's hard to see where they go because, as you say, they seem to be making that one big change each year. Are they a better in a better place now than they were two three years ago? Mm. Marginally, they've they've kept Ponga. 
which is huge. His his him resigning, but again, is he a million dollar player? He's not playing like it at the moment. No, and they've they've kept Ponga, but it's the relationship between the club and player is that of reliance, and it's not how Ponga thrives. No, so it's sort of a double edged sword. It's great that they can keep him, but the way that they sort of use him and uh, and sort of treat him in the club, I think, is unhealthy. Yeah. Too much. And, and it, there are some recruits that have gone around, like I think Kieran Foran would have been a great fit for them up there. Mm. Um, they need that. It's not necessarily experienced half, but they need a game manager. Yeah. They need someone to come in and take control of the side because they've got the parts. Like you sort of see them, all, all, everything that you need to make a strong footy side is there. The, the platform's there. They're just not synchronized. They're not working together, they don't have that sort of on-field management that separates the pack, really. Yeah, and towards the uh, the back end of the season, there's been talk about Luke Brooks potentially being a target for them, but also um, recent Man of Steel winner over in England is the forgotten Brodie Croft. Uh, and I'm sure he'd be looking for a ticket back to Australia, similar to how Jackson Hastings was and was able to get that at the Tigers. I think that he'd actually be a great addition to the Knights and would be that halfback yep. for them. Um, you know, Brody Croft is only in the NRL, was at the Storm attempting to be replace Cooper Cronk. And then at Brisbane, he had the task of, you know, him and Anthony Milford trying to turn around the side. So I, I, I don't think he's been given the chance to thrive in the NRL. And perhaps, um, you know, a club like the Knights could allow him to without any expectations, come in and yeah. and plays plays natural game and be that halfback. Yeah, for sure. And I think he'd thrive back in the NRL. He's, he's clearly um, a dominant player over in the Super League in the UK and he, he'd he love the chance to come back. And Newcastle, if that move eventuated, I think they'd be in a better place next year than they were to begin the year in 2022. Yeah. Um, but they've still they've still got to get everybody on the same page. There are a few controversies throughout the season. David mm. Clemmer having a blow up with with the trainer on the field, or maybe some of the other backroom staff, and just generally, I think some of those experienced players might have been getting a bit frustrated that their efforts and weren't being rewarded on the pitch with the results. Yeah. And what's your opinion on? Adam O'Brien at the moment. He's been there a couple of years now. Yeah, He's well, had his chance to sort of build a roster in, in the way that he would like. But again, I think they're struggling. I think we need to see how they start 2023. But if it's not a good start to the year, then he could be a, could be a mid-season sacking potentially. Oh, yeah, for He's sure. He's one, one of those coaches that's on the chopping block now, um, you know, depending whether or not he can, he can get the results. But... You know, I don't think that's too harsh of an assessment because it's results-based and the Knights haven't been getting them. Yeah, 100%. And I think they're, they're the type of club that if they were to go for a new coach, I don't think they'd be... I don't think, like, promoting an assistant from another club, an up-and-coming coach is the way to go for them. You think they need I, I someone, think someone established? Like, like Madge to come in. Um, Shane Flanagan. Yeah, Shane Flanagan. Someone who's, you know, managed big players before, like Ponga, has a bit Jeff of a... Tuvey. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Why but, is that funny? He was a, he's a good coach, Jeff, too. He he's a, he's, he's a good coach, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> um, he's not a premiership winning coach. No, but he's, he's a grand final coach. Yeah, 
He's a, he's a good coach. Um, <laughs> but they, they need someone with, with a bit of standing in the game to, to come and attract some more big names to help retain their players and yeah. to, to sort of overhaul the, the pathways there because there are some great footy players that come through that region that yeah. seem to be you know falling through the gaps at the Knights there. Totally. Um, it's hard to even sort of say whether they, um, you know, exceeded expectations or not this year because I think at the start of the year I had them tipped as my wooden spooners. And mm. they came fourteenth. Yeah, so well, they, they they've done better than I expected. Yeah, I'm not sure that they had yeah much hope going into the year comparatively. Um, but we do have some of the fan stats that we'll, we're going to dive into about what you guys thought of uh, the night's performance this year. Let's get but, into that right after this ad break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back from the ad break. We're back um, and we're going to kick... What did the fans think? Yeah, kick things off with some of the thoughts that the fans had. Um, you touched on just before the ads that you had them as your wooden spoon prediction. So uh, I guess that lines up with many of the fans' opinion that they, they sort of met expectations. They, mm. 18% perceived them to meet expectations this Only year. Only 18%? Yeah, 77 actually thought they were below expectations. So I okay. guess you had them a little lower at the start of the year than most yeah. others. And looking at their full strength side, they they probably are a better than better than fourteenth team, mm. but they didn't get out on the pitch for long enough, um, and and their halves experiment failed. There were only five fans that thought they were above expectations, so anybody who tipped them for the wooden spoon probably thought they did a bit better than expected, but ultimately a disappointing year. Damn, and who was the best player as voted by the fans from the Knights this year? Well, the best player was actually a standout. Um, Okay, Somebody I want to have a guess, actually. Yeah, you can have a guess a here. Standout. A standout. Well, it got... I'm going I'm to go with Tyson Frizzell. Was not Tyson Frizzell. Oh. No. I don't know who it was then. It was David Clemmer. David Clemmer. Yeah, getting nearly wow. 50% of the total votes. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently he's been an excellent and I think a big leader in that forward pack, obviously. I think he's taken on a, a more key role in the middle of the park there, playing some bigger minutes and, and getting back to some of his better form. But clearly the Knights fans think he has been one of their standouts in, in a struggling year. Uh, it was mostly forwards as well that, that picked up those those votes as well. So the backs and the spine players are struggling. Um, but looking ahead to 2023, yeah. only 6% of fans think they're going to make the eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Fifty-five <laughs> percent of fans think they'll be in the bottom five, so thirteenth to seventeenth, with the added dolphins in there. Thirty-nine mm. percent think they'll be between ninth and twelfth. 
So it's another grim year on the horizon unless they have a big off-season, uh, make some key changes. But yeah, 6% with the with the prediction. That, that, for context, is below both the Warriors and the West Tigers who finished um, below wow. them this year. They, they, they both had 10% of fans thinking they'll make the eight, but Knights just the 6%. Yeah, I'm not feeling a lot of, you know, positive change well it feels like the what what is changing at the club next year really like like how they haven't sorted out their know. halves yeah. combination um which as proven this year wasn't up to scratch although tyson gamble is making the move down there isn't he from, from the broncos and he he's looked strong but is he the change you know is he the controlling halfback that they need i'm not I, so sure i'm not sure he's uh, much of a step above if not he, i think he's on the same level as clune and clifford and and mm. those types of players um Adam O'Brien seems to be relatively secure in his position despite a, a struggling year. So I think it's next year might be the season of change for them. They're, they're probably preparing to go again one more time. They probably, you know, suffered a bit with injuries throughout the year. Inconsistency in the spine, obviously with Jaden Braley going down. Mm. But I don't know. Do you have a ladder prediction for them for, for 2023? Um, I do. I'm going to... I can't even remember where I put the Warriors last week. I can't remember. I think I feel like I had the Warriors either sixteenth or seventeenth, mm. and um, I feel like the Knights have got them similar. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say seventeenth. Wow, your wooden spoon pick again. I'm go- again, again. I'm picking them for the wooden spoon. Uh, I think. I think. Apologies um, to the Knights fans. I'll I'll put them in at sixteenth. I don't know who my wooden spoon pick is. I might have like three or four teams that I've predicted to be 16th at the end of this Probably, yeah. season reviews. Um, and that's fine. That that's okay. Fine. Yeah. We don't do our official ladder predictions until start of next season. That's right. So we can just do it. We can say whatever we want. I, I think they'll be bottom four again, though. I don't I don't see things turning around. And mm. and lots of their, their sort of key players are another year older. And usually that's a good thing with experience. But players like Clemmer, Frizzell, um, Gagai, they're... they're over the hill now, you'd have to say. So yep. every year that passes, they get a bit slower. That's it's not good. That's true. <laughs> not good. <laughs> Sorry not to be so pessimistic, Knights fans. Not good. I'm sure there's plenty of reasons for you to be optimistic and hopeful. Maybe there's some young guns on the horizon. Um, we certainly didn't see the best of Bradman best this year. And he's someone who had lots of potential. So yep. I'll have to wait and see. We'll see, if the, and see. The, the whole off-season, pre-season gets them back on the right track. Go, you good bloody things. <laughs> uh, until next time, Harvey. Bye-bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.